And welcome back to Radio Headspace and to Monday. It's Dora, and I'm so glad you're here. So recently, I decided to take a break from reading self-help books. Why, you may ask? Well, I was finding that the more I inundated myself with new theories, new approaches, and frameworks, the less time I had to actually apply what I was reading. And after a while... I felt kind of stuck on this never-ending loop of striving, of looking for problems where there really weren't any. I was getting caught up in this perpetual cycle of having to be a project that needed to be worked on. And as someone wise once said, experience is the best teacher. But there's not a lot of experience we can get from just reading books about life. We have to allow ourselves to live life and also have the opportunity to integrate what we've already learned. It's as if we're in a laboratory, testing the hypothesis, running different experiments, collecting data, and finding what's most effective. What emerges from this is the connection to the inner resources that we already have. As I've shared in other episodes, the mind likes to think and problem solve, so to want to fix is a normal response for us. But when we can have moments of just showing up for life as it is and being present, we can start to realize that we're already equipped with tools to take on life's questions, and we don't always have to fix aspects of ourselves. A few days ago, after making the intentional choice to take a break from reading self-help books, I was in a spiritual wellness class, and my teacher challenged us to trust our own innate knowledge by not using Google as our first option when we have a question. Now, I, for one, am someone who uses Google a lot. But what my teacher was referring to was taking the time to feel into what we already know and then use Google as a supplement. And when I tried this later on in the week, while in search of a book on mindful communication, I observed how quick I am to put my trust in a search engine and forget everything I've learned about what it means to communicate with compassion and care. So in that moment, I decided to write down a list of the ways I like to be communicated to, and also note the ways communication can be difficult. From there, I was able to draw upon other teachings and wisdom that I had heard before, whether it was through my own experience or from one of my mentors. To be honest, it felt empowering to trust the medicine that I have and not need to rely so much on others for it. Not Googling is something that you can try at home too, just to see how it feels to trust your own knowledge. When a question comes up that you don't know the answer to right away, instead of looking up the answer online, you can ask yourself, what do I know about this subject already? What has my experience taught me that could be helpful to finding this answer? And see what comes up for you. You may remember something really interesting about your own experience that you haven't thought about for a while. There's times when we need to use Google. And I'm not saying that reading self-help books is bad, but it's all about finding the balance. By facing life and putting into practice what we know, what we've learned, and what we felt, That's worth more than any self-help book will ever read. 
Lastly, when we're always looking for things to fix, this creates the idea that we'll never be enough just as we are. And I don't know about you, but the feeling of not being enough is exhausting. In the Headspace app, we talk a lot about non-striving, a fundamental attitude in mindfulness. Non-striving is the ability to let go of doing and just being as we are. There's a cute animation in the app called a non-striving approach that can paint this picture better for you. And my pal, Kaysanga, also wrote an episode about it, which will be in the show notes. All right, that's it for today. But as always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.